Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Tuesday, December 18th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today we'll be looking at the CBS decision to deny former chief executive Les Moonves a $120 million payout, U.S. stocks sinking deeper into correction territory, and another potential test of confidence for U.K. Prime Minister Theresa May. Then the FT's Emily Fang takes us to China, where evidence is mounting of forced labor in its detention camps. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. On Monday, the CBS board announced its former chief executive, Les Moonves, would not get his $120 million exit payout. Mr. Moonves resigned from the U.S. television network back in September, after he faced allegations of sexual misconduct by more than a dozen women. CBS said he'd be fired after it found cause, and as a result, he won't receive his severance package. The board came to the decision after looking at information collected by lawyers who were investigating the harassment and assault claims. Concerns about the health of the global economy pushed U.S. stocks deeper into correction territory on Monday. The S&P 500 closed another 2.1% lower, and all of the S&P's sector indices finished in the red. Wall Street's on track to record its biggest annual decline since 2008. Investors are struggling with a combination of concerns, including the U.S.-China trade war and a threatened U.S. government shutdown. Investors are also awaiting the outcome of a two-day meeting of the Federal Reserve's policy-setting Open Market Committee. The central bank is set to release a decision on interest rates on Wednesday, and most expect a 25-basis point rise. Global growth worries also kept oil prices under pressure on Monday. Brent crude dipped back below the $60 a barrel mark. This is Jim Pickard, chief political correspondent in London. There's been a lot of excitement because Jeremy Corbyn, the leader of Britain's opposition Labour Party, has tabled a motion of no confidence in Theresa May, the Conservative Prime Minister. People in the Labour Party have been waiting for him to make this kind of move for some time, not least after last week when she postponed a big House of Commons vote on her Brexit agreement with Brussels. And that vote is now not going to happen until mid-January, and therefore Mr Corbyn has struck with his vote of no confidence. But there's a catch. A lot of Labour MPs And a lot of Labour supporters had hoped that Mr Corbyn would table a vote of no confidence in the Conservative government, which would have been binding and which would have provoked, potentially, if it succeeded, a general election. However, Mr Corbyn has stopped far short of that. And by tabling a motion of no confidence in the Prime Minister and not in the government, it means that, firstly, The government does not have to accept it, so it may not get voted on. And secondly, even if it did succeed, it wouldn't automatically precipitate a general election. And so a lot of Labour supporters are a little bit confused and a little bit disappointed that Mr Corbyn, their leader, has not gone the full hog today. Meanwhile, the FT reports that private bankers at Credit Suisse have advised their clients to consider moving assets out of the UK. They're saying it's the smart thing to do because of uncertainty around Brexit. The advice from wealth managers follows a trend of London's super-rich shifting money away from UK-based assets and diversifying their portfolios outside the country. 
Investors fear both a no-deal Brexit and the possibility of a Labour government if Theresa May's conservative leadership falls apart. And here's something you might want to know more about. For months, we've known about China's extra-legal detention of Uyghur Muslims and other minorities in Xinjiang province. The UN estimates that at least one million people are being held in internment camps. China calls them re-education camps, and Chinese officials insist that people there are learning essential skills. But the FT's Emily Fang recently spoke with families of detainees who say what's going on in these camps isn't about re-education at all, including families of people like Abul Amintai. So Abba was born in northern Xinjiang province, which borders Kazakhstan, and like tens of thousands of other Chinese Kazakhs, he had emigrated to Kazakhstan a few years ago. He had gotten a green card, which meant that he could travel freely between China and Kazakhstan. In July last year, his wife told me that he had come back to Xinjiang because he had gotten a call from Chinese public security officers. They had told him that he needed to register his Kazakh green card within China, which he believed. So when he crossed the border back into China last summer, instead of having his green card registered, he was immediately detained, his documents confiscated. And six months after he was detained, he was sent to a concentration center in northern Xinjiang. And his wife didn't hear from him except for the fact that he had been detained. And Abel is now able to call his wife every two weeks or so. There's usually a security officer on the line who's monitoring what he's saying. But his wife said that Abel otherwise seems fine, but seems to have severe memory loss. So every single time he calls, he asks about his children's names. He asks about how old his children are, which grade they're attending in school. Uh, And his wife found that very, very disturbing, that he couldn't remember any details about his own children. Wow, and so where is he now? He's still somewhere in northern Xinjiang in a re-education camp, but seemingly working most of the time in a textile factory. And why are so many Muslims imprisoned in these camps? Uh, That's a really good question. The, The Chinese Communist Party, so the ruling body of the state of China, has perceived Islam as not only a foreign ideology that challenges the rule of the Chinese Communist Party, but as some sort of ideological virus is the analogy that they've put out in a lot of their official documents that has inculcated extremist tendencies in Chinese citizens and caused them to behave in ways that the Chinese state perceives as detrimental. And so it feeds into this very Leninist idea of, well, if we can systems engineer economic policy, then we can also somehow control what people think and what people do by ideologically rewiring them in these so-called re-education camps. Um, So it's by and large targeted Muslim Uyghurs, which is a Turkic ethnic minority. About 11 million of them live within Xinjiang region. In China, there are another about 1 to 2 million who live outside of China. But it's also swept up a number of Chinese Kazakhs. Uh, who have lived as nomads within northern Xinjiang for, for centuries, as well as Hui Muslims, who, which is another very large ethnic group in China. You can see it as a war against religion, but I think it's really more a targeted campaign against any sort of group that has an identity separate from that of the Communist Party of China. So can you tell us a little bit about what life in one of these camps is like? Based on reports from detainees who have been let go from these camps, we know that they're subjected to hours a day of political propaganda, Mandarin Chinese lessons, 
and their access to food and better treatment are contingent on how well detainees are able to memorize huge amounts of information, like speeches that are given by Xi Jinping or patriotic Chinese songs. In the worst of the concentration camps, detainees have complained about physical torture, frankly speaking, of being locked in cells that are no more than a couple meters long and wide in which 30 or 40 people are crammed at once. One woman who I talked to who uh, is now in the U.S. described how in her cell they actually had to take turns sleeping because there just wasn't enough room for everyone to sit down at once and they weren't allowed to wash or go to the bathroom privately. But now that this forced labor phenomenon is emerging in camps, I think that that suggests a different kind of concentration camp is being created or an expansion of what these camps are allowed to do with the concentration camps maybe eventually expanding to incorporate more social functions and becoming more like a state-run prison colony, a bit like a town or a city unto themselves where detainees can eat, sleep, and, and work inside them. And right now, it does seem that those who are placed in forced labor facilities seem to be the most proficient in Chinese and are seen as having reformed ideologically. So these forced labor placements seem to be some sort of reward for those who have performed well within this concentration camp system. You can read more about this story at ft.com. And today on the site, we'll be looking at the results from the transportation group FedEx. Investors will be looking for clues about any economic slowdown, which would show up in customers cutting back on shipping goods. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com.